I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome along to the Rugby Pass podcast. We're into it now, aren't we? The Northern Hemisphere taking on the Southern Hemisphere and the All Blacks rolling into Rome first up to take on the Italians after the shock in Chicago. Joining us now, one of the all-time greats for the All Blacks, Christian Cullen, live from a gymnasium in uh, Paraparaumu, I'm assuming, Cully. That's right, mate. Sitting in the, uh, the spin class in City Fitness. Obviously no spin class going on, but I'm sitting in there. You're sitting in the spin class. Uh, mate, uh, the way your knees are, do you think spin is your future? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I just walk past the treadmills, mate. I um, yeah, I avoid those at all costs. <laughs> hey, Kelly, uh, always great to talk to you. But let's um, talk about the weekend in review. First of all, uh, Australia absolutely putting the pain on Wales. The box uh, drawing with the Barbars. But uh, we'll start in Chicago, where Ireland came out with a hiss and a roar and got the job done for the first time ever. Uh, an extraordinary game of footy. What did you make of it? Yeah, it was. I mean, you got to, mate, you, you got to take your hat, hats off to. To Ireland, um, you know, you say yeah, it wasn't was it a surprise year, but I mean, you know, the last two or three games of uh, they've had a crack at the All Blacks, so I've come pretty close. You know, I remember that one in Christchurch. Yeah, you know, it t- took a while to, for the ABs to beat them, and then obviously the last one in, in Ireland. You know, if Sexton had a had a got that kick, mate, it was game over. So, you know, it's been there or thereabouts, and yeah, they they played the game of their lives, and we can say the All Blacks were a bit off and had a few injuries and. Uh, through the game and obviously missing the grunt up front with their uh, with their locks and that, but mate, you got to you play what's in front of you and you play where you are and people can say you know the the AVs um, weren't quite there, but mate, it is what it is and Ireland got the job done, which is what they need to do. What, what you want to see now though is um, for Ireland's sake is that they can carry on and and be consistent and not just you know every 111 years mm. you know beat, beat beat these sides. You want them to. For, for, for Ireland and supporters and rugby players, you want them to be consistent and uh, keep that um, keep that up. I, I want to talk about a couple of specific things in the game. I mean, we know the Ireland boys were emotionally high the way they confronted the Haka by forming that uh, eight in memory of Axel Foley uh, and the way they started the game. Yeah, the All Blacks, I don't think, in this generation of All Blacks, at least Kelly, have ever faced a 20-point deficit in a test match. When you're Ireland, though, and you know how often the All Blacks have come back to get you in the final 20 minutes, what was different for you about their approach through the 80 minutes as opposed to playing a good three-quarters and then going away again. 
Yeah, I mean, just talking about that quickly on that that um, Axel Foley and my, my hair stood on the back of my my neck when I you seen that, and then the, the end score, and then you found out the other day the last time Axel played against the All Blacks, he lost twenty nine to forty. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is I mean that just maybe go far out. What was it in the stars? I mean, yeah, it was just, just unreal. But I, I don't know, mate. I mean, they we always say teams can front up against the All Blacks for that sixty minutes and physically you know, get amongst it, but it's that last 20. But I think, yeah, Ireland got that lead and then you get your tails up and I just think there was a belief. And, you know, to be honest, those those last two or three games, the All, Black, uh, the All Blacks had played Ireland. You know, Ireland were there or thereabouts. So I think a belief was there. Yeah, they may have lost those last couple of games the last few years, but I think in the back of their minds, um, it wasn't that big a hurdle, you know. Yeah, it might have been 111 years, but us, physically they just... Mm threw themselves and everything. I mean, they played a pretty smart game. You know, they kicked the ball out. They didn't give New Zealand a chance to yeah. counterattack. They slowed it down when they needed to. They, they they played with the ball, which, you know, some teams don't. They, they tend to kick it away. And um, But, yeah, hey, geez, geez, New Zealand got back to, um, to what, four points. And right. Ireland managed to, to hang in there. They, you know, they kicked that ball down deep into the line of Mates of Air, try and run it out. I mean, I think that's just smart play. Yeah, they, they didn't overdo the hand. They just they did what they had to, and and they tackled, mate. I mean, against the All Blacks, you got to tackle, and uh, you know what was it the last two or three years? You know what the All Blacks um, average for point, scoring points has been forty odd points, and we said if you're going to beat the All Blacks, you got to you got to score forty plus points. Yeah, that's right. And that's what and that's what the Irish did. Well, you know, is there a point here we've got to look to at this All Black squad at the moment? They were down Luke Romano, who was a late withdrawal uh, due to a family bereavement. Sam Whitelock couldn't travel. Brady Retallick couldn't travel. They had some issues in the game with Ryan Crotty. Uh, they ended the game with uh, Julian, not Julian Savia, Artie Savia on the wing. Kano had to play in the second row. Uh, they started the game with Aaron Smith, who hadn't played footy in four weeks. Uh, is there a sense here that while we like to think the All Blacks have the best 23 every time they take the pitch, this may be an indication that uh, they are not quite there yet. They can't make that many changes and expect to keep blitzing sides. Yeah, it's almost a, a yes and no. I mean, people talk about our depth and is our depth as great as what we think it is. But, mate, look at any other nation. If they had lost probably what – and this is not making excuses or anything. It's just – if they've lost probably what we had before and during that test, how how would they gone? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, what Whitelock and um, and Brody Retallick, I mean, that, that's the ground. I guess we underestimate how much work that gets done by those two mm. without actually seeing it. You know what I mean? Mm. And I mean, kind of, yeah, he, he's a Lucy, probably not a lock. I mean, Aaron Smith, yeah. I mean, you probably watch that game and all the other games this year. You notice Aaron Smith. You notice his voice, especially just how loud he is. And I guess in that game, you know, was he quite there? I mean, I don't know. I didn't hear him as much as what you usually do. Yeah. Um, and TJ has been playing some pretty good, pretty good uh, footy up till then. So I oh, know hindsight's a great thing. I mean, yeah, if they had started TJ, would have the game be different? I mean, who knows? Yeah. But then, and then we lose our, our two midfielders. I mean. Yeah. I mean that's a, you know it's a lot of injuries and uh, leading up to and and uh, during a game and and we still got to within four points of a, a pretty good Irish side so I oh, mate I, I've got no doubt our depth is still there I mean we we were scraping at the not at the bottom of the barrel but we're you know four or five locks down yeah. you know a midfield pairing Conrad and Ma'a now um, um, Moala gone and uh, Crotty gone you know 
Yeah. Leonard Brown wasn't there. Leonard Brown wasn't there. No, that's no, right. Like, he, was, he was sitting in front of me in the stands. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe they shelved yeah. him for the game. I mean, the kid's been outrageously good for the last three yeah. test matches. So, but that's the point I'm trying to make. You know, it's all very well to say you've got a lot of depth and rotate your squad and give other guys a chance. But sometimes, you know, the combinations are what counts. Kelly, in your days playing with the All Blacks and, and every other international side was the same. You didn't get a game just because you were part of the squad. You had to earn every test match jersey. And once you're in that team, it was harder to fall out of it than get back in. Yep, yep. I mean, uh, yeah, you're right there, Simon. I guess this is uh, rugby's evolved and this is how it's gone. And, and uh, we haven't had to worry about that. You know, we, we've thought, yeah, okay, the building debt over the last probably two or three years and, and it's worked out for us. This is probably the one time that it, it hasn't. But, I mean, personally, you know, for me, playing Ireland first up in Chicago, you know, you'll probably think about picking your, your absolute strongest side. I know mm. a spanner was thrown into works with injuries and, and whatnot, but, yeah, I mean, a guy like Leonard Brown, yeah, a guy like TJ been, been in form, Aaron's been out for a while and whatever the issue's there. And, yeah, I mean, a few things... This is hindsight. I mean, I guess they sit down now and go, well, maybe we, we got that a little bit wrong. But mm. the good thing about this, mate, is we lost to Ireland, but we'll, we, we get Italy this week. But we've got another crack at them in a couple of weeks' time, which is, uh, man, it's going to be mouth-watering uh, tame up there in Dublin. Oh, I totally agree. I can let you know I was in great form in Chicago, though, Cully. And uh, I know you've come to expect that from me. So uh, make no mistake, <laughs> uh, my off-field form was outrageous in, uh, in Chi-Town. So I have not let the side down at all. Hey, I'm glad you brought up mouth-watering uh, clashes here on the Rugby Pass podcast. Christian Cullen joining Scotty Stevenson today because England have been all talk now since they got home from Australia and Eddie Jones thinks he's a world beater. Now they're going to take on a Springbok side. If England lose this, does Eddie Jones <laughs> finally, does Eddie Jones finally start to get some heat from the English press squad because they have blown enough smoke up his ass to give him bowel cancer? Yeah, I mean, and you look at I've heard people saying England are on, are on a 10-match winning streak and there's talk of them breaking the 18-match winning streak. Do you know what I mean? It's like, mate, come on. Like, um, yeah, I mean, if, if South Africa managed, I mean, somehow to go out and uh, put a performance against England, which they haven't been able to, uh, you know, the last year, sure. they've, been, they've been pretty poor. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess there will be pressure because there's been a lot of talk over there and you know, it's always hard when we play down here, then we go up there. You just don't know what to expect. You know, Ireland, Wales, I mean, that was a surprise to me. Mm. You know, I thought mm. I, Wales would have put up a better uh, fight against Australia. Um, and so England, I mean, yeah, they've been playing against each other and we just don't know. They Obviously, they, they smashed or got, got got the win series in, uh, in Australia. But, you know, how good are they really? I mean... Mm. I don't know. I mean, well, that, that, beat them? I can't right. see it. No, no I, can, I can't either. The way they played, but at least they gave Rohan Janssen van Rensburg a run against the Barbarians. He was the one who scored the equalising try. So uh, maybe we're seeing a change of heart from a selection point of view from Alistair Kutsia. Uh, look, I know England are going to be tough. They always are at Twickenham. You've played them a number of times in your career. Uh, they are hard at home. But I think from a wider point of view, uh, you know, with Wales getting beaten, uh, if England now go down, if Scotland go down to Australia, if uh, you know, the All Blacks get up over Italy that most people expect them to do, uh, suddenly the Southern Hemisphere become the, the dominant force again. And these victories over Southern Hemisphere sides by Northern Hemisphere sides remain... Uh, like you said right at the start of the podcast, not a regular thing, almost a little blip on the radar. So they yeah, have, they, they know, have to do this. Yeah, it's been a lot, though, Simo. Like, I mean, 
you know, there's always going to be something. You know, that the UK media will talk up there a lot and downplay the All Blacks or Australia, and, and our media will talk up us. So, you know, it's like it's at the end of our long season, we're travelling up there. You know, thus they haven't had much preparation. You know, it's all, all this, all these excuses go yeah. go back and forth, back and forth. I mean, until you actually front up and play each other, I mean, that, that's when you. I, I mean, I don't know. There's there's excuses you can fly around. Do you know what I mean? Like Wales had a week's preparation. Australia's had a. You know, I yeah, know. You know, no, I agree with you. I know this always happens in our game. We know that people are looking for justifications for losses. People are looking for reasons for victory. We, you know, we go through that all the time. But, but I guess it, it it does come down to this power base. And I spoke to Michael Corcoran on the podcast last week out of RTE in Ireland, and we talked about this, Kelly. You know, the Northern Hemisphere dialogue at the moment is we've got the best clubs, we've got the best club competition, we've got the best players in the world playing in our club competition. Now we're into international season and. We're only seven months away from a Lions series. I mean, this is time to shine, isn't it, from a from a Northern Hemisphere point of view? You think so? Yeah, yeah, you think so. And Ireland, have, I guess, in a way, have started that. And I guess, as an, as as nations and as I guess individuals, yeah, this is the perfect time because you want to get into the Alliance thing. You want to, you know, get, obviously Gatlin's going to be watching and his and his boys uh, yeah. coaches. So yeah, yeah, as an individual, you want to you want to shine, um, and then as a confidence for a Lions nation, so to speak, yeah. you want to have that confidence that hey, you can come down and, and beat the All Blacks. But remembering, it's on New Zealand turf. It's not in Chicago. It's not in the UK. Yeah. Um, she's going to be a different atmosphere down here. But yeah, I mean, you're right. If they can get a few wins over the next sort of two or three weeks, then yeah, confidence has to be there. I mean, as I as you just said, they talk about their competition being the best, and we talk about ours being the best. I mean. Yeah. It's just going to be head clashing, I think, forever. I think yeah. no one's ever going to agree what what competition is the best. I mean, it just is what it is at the moment. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's going to be a couple of good clashes over the next two or three weeks, and then we all look forward to the Lions because that's when we'll see. That's it. Yeah, exactly right. And Christian Cullen with us on the Rugby Pass podcast this week. And Kelly, I know I've got to let you get back to your uh, bicep curls and um, and your chest extensions, but. I need to ask you this, uh, for those of uh, our fans listening on the podcast today who haven't seen you for a number of years, what have you been up to? What do you do at home at the moment? And uh, and what's the future hold for Christian Kellen? Oh, but everything, mate. Obviously doing a bit of Sky stuff, um, sort of trying to do that. And I've uh, got a few little business interests in Wellington and sort of bars and restaurants, bit of property stuff. And then try and get as much golfing as I can, mate. And uh, What's the handicap, and Kelly? After. I'm off a four at the moment. Jeez, that's a lot but, of that's uh, a lot of time for golf. Well, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's a four, sometimes it's a fourteen. It's, uh, <laughs> it really depends. But no, then running around after four young kids, so um, I'm keeping uh, keeping busy enough. Yeah, four kids is a mission. That's sliding doors on your car, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. Weekends and uh, <laughs> weekdays are uh, from ballet to gymnastics to touch rugby to yeah. Bloody, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's all over the show, but, uh, you know, it's good yeah. fun, mate. It's good fun. Exactly. And finally, mate, from, from your point of view, as someone who played a number of test matches and scored a number of tries and, and certainly brought to the game a real a flair for attack and a real flair for try scoring, the way you look at the game these days, Kelly, and we've worked together as, as broadcasters on the games and as analysts on the games, but what do you see as, as fundamentally uh, the strength of the modern game now, as as maybe a little bit different from the time when you wore the black jersey. Oh, without a doubt, mate. The the ability of the forwards to, I guess, see what's in front of them, play what's in front of them, and to offload it. They've got the skill to to put 
you know, backs into space and, and scene space. I mean, that's what I like. You don't have any pre You have a plan, but I just like how they, and this is how, I guess, Hurricanes, you know, myself, Tana, Jonah, you play what's in front of you. Yeah. And uh, if there's space in front of you and you're five metres out from uh, from your own line, then it's time to go. And um, and we've seen the All Blacks do, do that, you know, you know, it doesn't matter where you are, you, you've got a plan, but if something opens up, they're, um, they've got the ability to go. But I, I mean, I just love, you know, whether it's a lock or a, or a front rower, they've got the ability to, to offload and pass and see space and um, and react to, to what's in front of them. That, that's the thing. I Obviously, you've got your speed, size. I mean, obviously, that's all, all got better. Yeah, but um, that, that that for me, and I think everybody can see that from the props. Probably to when we were playing, you might have had a couple of them. That's and right. The, the rest of them, the rest of them would scrum and line out and do and blow ruck. Yeah, but you had you you had Zinzan Brooks, so none of the other seven guys got a chance to do anything. He was hot dogging the whole time. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right, man. He loves that. He's got a big voice, so that's the only guy you hear, you know. So, uh, <laughs> hey, mate, Kelly. Finally, um, I'm just going to run through the games. You can pick a winner for us. Argentina taking on Wales, mate. Uh, Argentina. You gotta eat, whoa, why not? You'd have to after last week's performance, oh, mate, surely. It's, it's, the, it's the year of uh, upset, isn't it? I mean, man, I couldn't... Yeah, that's the other thing. You know, how many... Sorry, 111 years, 108 years. The Hurricanes, 21 years, you know. 2016, mate, it's been uh, five or six firsts for a lot of for a that, lot of teams. That's very true. Australia will take on Scotland. Good enough to do it after their win over Wales? Yeah, yeah. Australia all the way. I'm afraid Ireland have got Canada, and I pity Canada at the moment. <laughs> well, that's a given. That's a given. <laughs> New Zealand over Ireland. Italy. We don't we don't know much about the Italian yeah. side this year, and um, we know they've still got some very good players. But overall, this uh, a bounce back victory for the All Blacks would be the expectation here. Oh, I think it's going to be big, mate. I mean, big massive backlash this week. Mm. It's pretty will be pretty uh, pretty focused, I reckon, and they'll um, they'll punish this Italian side. I think. You're probably like me, mate. You can't see England getting beaten by South Africa. Do you think England and by plenty? Uh, not, oh, I don't know by by plenty, but oh, yeah, they'll they'll win. They'll well, win. We can say they'll win. I said that about the All Blacks against but, Ireland. So you never know. You don't know until the fair lady sings, mate. But I can't see South Africa getting up. That's the joy of doing the podcast before the games, Kelly. We can always delete this after uh, the results <laughs> come in. Hey, always a pleasure yeah. to catch up with you, Christian Kellen, one of the all-time greats, joining us on the Rugby Pass podcast today. Don't forget, catch all the Test Match action from the north on rugbypass.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.